welcome back to your live big podcast with me i am ananda kate and here we are once again uh, (laughs) after two years of a break in 2018 where i kind of just gave up on the podcast just because i was in a crossroads i was at a crossroads in my life about two years ago and uh, the last podcast was from costa rica when i was really going through all that And here I am, two years later, and a lot of people have been asking for the podcast back, so I am also ready to be here. I have sat with that uh, interest in this podcast, and I am officially back, ready to share an update on where I'm at, what I've been doing, also some of the revelations I've had since then. It's been a while, so I have lots to share in that department. Um, as well, I'm really excited to share some fun experiences that we can have together here on the podcast instead of just talking. Um, I'm going to be offering some oracle card readings, um, some poetry from my friends that uh, channel poetry as well as myself. Um, also, some readings from A Course in Miracles, which I always find really, really enlightening, and some other books that I've read recently uh, that I really want to share with you. Um, We have a lot of experiences, a lot of things to share together here going forward. So I'm so happy that you're back. If you're listening, welcome back. Thank you for hanging in there with me. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome because um, I know that this is a new podcast. And for those of you that look for new podcasts, I uh, applaud you. That is really amazing. I live in BC, I'm in Kelowna, BC, and um, let's get started. This is where I am now. Test, test, test. All right, so welcome. Today is Monday, April 12th, and we just went through the new moon in Aries here. So I just did a, a new moon ceremony online with my good friend Ashley Lord last night. Thank you for holding space for all of us. Um, you can check her out at ashleylord.com. And uh, we were really moving through some of this fiery energy that's happening right now. Um, but with the new moon, it's kind of like a muted energy. So it's like this red light, green light thing going on right now where it's like, okay, we're ready to start burgeoning some new ideas, um, bringing them into you know the earthly realm right now. So you might be feeling that inner fire within you. Um, but there's also this new moon energy, right? Which is like muted. So wanting to um, go inwards, reflect, evaluate, Uh, plan and start to just relax into some of those ideas instead of really going forward full force. So if you're feeling that and you're connecting to that consciously, um, just know that that's really what the energy is right now. So you can relax into that energy, just being patient. And that's what this time is really teaching us about and what astrology really teaches us about is being patient ultimately um, as we act after we listen, right? So um, the other thing that I was talking about as well during the seasons, the symbol for this season, one of the symbols anyways, on um, the medicine wheel is the um, the acorn. And so the acorn is like this beautiful seed that holds, you can just feel so much pranic energy living within it. And it's been laying on the ground all winter, right? Kind of dormant, um, just holding on to this pranic energy. 
And we can use that as a metaphor for ourselves of where we are right now. There's so much pranic energy that is living within us of these burgeoning opportunities within us to create and manifest and also to just celebrate in in all the glory that is, uh, you know, spring and summer. But because this pranic energy has been sitting inside this acorn, if you if you want to uh, keep going into that metaphor, is somewhat uncomfortable at this time because it's like energy is moving right now. You can see the buds coming out of the trees and just breaking through that threshold to come out. It's a rebirth and rebirthing is never comfortable. It's never going to be... Um, something that just happens without you placing yourself into the inner fire of that work, right? And so starting to come into that discomfort, that feeling of, okay, there's, there's some stuff bubbling up to the surface now. My pranic energy is starting to awaken along with the seasons, you know, and we are part of the earth. We are part of the seasons. We are part of the cosmos. So as humans, we are not separate from seasons. We too move with the seasons just like nature does and so when we can start to understand that and be more conscious of that then we can start to live our lives in a more relaxed state knowing that we don't always need to be in a state of creating and we don't always need to be in a state of resting it's back and forth and then knowing when those times to act and when those times to rest it really, really helps me anyways to reflect and understand that um, I need to rest or I need to act or, you know, I don't need to do anything right now. So I that astrology and the astrological alignment of the cosmos really can help with understanding, okay, what's what is the energy happening in the universe and how is that affecting me right now? And it's going to feel different every single year, especially because it's not just because the sun is in uh, Aries right now and the moon is in Aries. At this time last year, the moon would have been astrologically in a different sign. So each year you're going to feel a little different at this time. So it's really, really interesting to inquire, okay, where are the planets right now? Where is the energy sitting right now? And why do I feel discomfort or why do I feel lightness, joy, sadness, nostalgia, family? And that in that sense, we don't even need to analyze it that much. We can just say to ourselves, this is the energy that's happening right now. And what do I need to learn from this time? And so what came kind of out of that conversation was that now is truly actually, you know, a time to act when given permission from the universe. When given permission. So what does that mean? A really beautiful time during new moon is to meditate and listen to your gut instinct and connect to your intuition. And what visions are coming up for you? What feelings are coming up for you right now? Is it a time to act or is it a time to plan and rest? So I love these, you know, these premonitions and these, um, these aha moments that we get by connecting consciously to the energy around us and within us really allows us to act when given permission. 
So I hope that that kind of gives you some insight into what's happening right now with this, uh, the end of the new moon in Aries. As we now move into a new moon in, or not new moon, a moon in Taurus. So Aries and Sun, Sun and Aries and moon in Taurus. And Taurus is really about that grounded energy of being at home once again. And uh, so we're moving into more planning and more creation by sitting in our cocoon even more, <laughs> but coming from a place of action. So this is really about, we're staying in that acorn right now. We're in the acorn, but we are in action within the acorn. There's a lot of prana percolating within the acorn. And then once we get closer to summer, we will start growing into a tree <laughs> or whatever it is you want to grow into. Beautiful rose. So I, I love, if you can't tell, I've gotten really, really into astrology um, and uh, uh, natal charts and learning all about how that fits into who we are and how we socialize and, and communicate with each other, as well as communicate with Mother Earth and the universe. Um, so I'll be talking a lot more about that now as well on this podcast and giving you some updates about what's happening astrologically. And now I'd like to actually move into a, um, our prayer that we're going to start off with uh, every podcast as well. And I'll choose this from different books each podcast, each episode. Um, but today I'm reading from one of my favorite books by Dana Folds. And it's called Going In and In. And this uh, book, surprisingly, is not that popular at all. Um, it's actually really difficult to find on Amazon. Um, but you can find copies and they most of them are used. It's, it's a pretty old book. Um, I can't find the copyright on it. Actually, it's my version is so old that I don't even remember. I think I got it actually from the apartment that I used to live in Toronto and somebody just left it there. Yeah, so somebody just left it in the apartment there. It's a really divine moment um, of a gift for this, this book being given to me. Today we are going to read a page that I'm just going to scroll to randomly here. That a message that we all need to hear today. Remember this on page 81. Vast and changeless, the ground of being is not rocked by ripples on the pond. The firmament from which we spring the divinity at the heart of things doesn't wax or wane with mind states or wither in the wind. We come from stronger stuff than feelings. Essence does not fail or fade, diminish or trade reality for illusion. We are wordless, wide and wise beyond time. Within us is a flame of truth that never dies. Let that be the focal point of life. Let that be the light that guides us from the shadows. 
love the first part of this vast and changeless the ground of being is not rocked by ripples on the pond (laughs) this is so beautiful so yeah i love this prayer of we are the steady flame we are the steady pond and this is of course kind of it's alluding to our inner pure light of awareness our parusa which cannot be touched it's always steady it is it is always there never born never died and when we can tap into that place that is when we can tap into the steadiness within us and i don't know if you you know if you're if you meditate or you do yoga or how you connect with god or how you connect with source um however you want to uh label it basically there's only one uh higher higher energy right or ishvara the universal pole of knowledge um however you connect to that maybe you have felt that you know after you do ceremony or after you do meditation connecting to this this steady comfort and this place where you can just know that everything is exactly the way it needs to be right now you don't need to do anything you don't need to be anything you don't need to be recognized for anything you don't need to reach for anything you are beautiful whole and complete just as you are and that is this energy of our parusa we are light we are simply light and we're going to talk a lot of different ways about how to feel that energy how to go into that that perfect place of peace in the body and connect to our spirit connect to our soul essence our light body so i'm going to actually um move into an oracle reading and see what comes up for us there and usually these these i like to connect the messages together because that's how a lot of oracle readers or tarot readers do it is that it is a story whatever comes up is a story there's a theme there so i'm gonna just shuffle i'm using the oracle card deck the goddess nest which is an oracle card deck that i just recently made in september of 2020 along with the book the goddess nest as well which we'll be reading from in a later podcast episode um but i just like to pull a card here on what we need to hear from the goddess essence today for the collective all right so today we have two cards we have two cards and one of them is gratitude which is always a nice card to to get a nice reminder and the second card is ritual okay so these cards each have these these little excerpts from the poems in the book and the prayer here for gratitude is i woke up with the answer of the stars who took my hand and guided me out to the other side i woke up with the answer of the stars who took my hand and guided me out to the other side so when we have gratitude it's like we're waking up to the reality and breaking all the illusions of fear and every time we can choose every moment every second that we choose gratitude that's a miracle because we are connecting ourselves closer and closer to source ritual i am the universe coming to life to simply experience itself 
and transcend all the glory that exists here in the dream of the mind. Lots in there. (laughs) I am the universe coming to life to experience itself and transcend all the glory that exists here in the dream of the mind. Beautiful. So that is what's coming up uh, for us now. And again, like I was saying, however you feel into source, this is where we want to be in ritual and every opportunity in life is an opportunity to be sacred. Remember that. That is one of the best pieces of advice I have ever received. And um, in that way, we can start to see life as this moving, kind of a, a moving show, a moving play where we can either take the opportunities to be sacred or silly or, you know, um, makes make a moment not don't give each moment so much power right we don't want to put fear into everything or if something bad happens we don't necessarily want to give that power we need to come back to that energy of being sacred and um, allowing that energy to move in a way where we're really conscious and I've actually recently found myself coming into this space in my life where I have had so much support in my life in the last two years. And I think the last podcast episode that I did, I was kind of talking about that, was I'm lo- I was looking to root down more and open myself up to support, open myself up to allowing others to be there for me. And um, that happened immensely uh, once I opened myself up to allowing myself to receive that from others in my life. And I attracted so many other people into my life that really love me and care for me and would do so much for me because I would genuinely do that for them. And, you know, love is a very strong force that bonds people together. Um, And this has really allowed me to soften in my life, which was a byproduct of it. I didn't see that coming for myself. I always felt, especially when I lived in Toronto by myself um, and my dog, I really felt the onus on myself, which allowed me to mature and take ownership for my life and understand, you know, that what I do matters because everything I do is going to either support me or hinder me in my life. So I learned a lot by choosing how I wanted to live, choosing how I wanted to be, but with that comes a lot of responsibility. And in the subconscious mind, you know, if we're fending for ourselves all the time you can be really comfortable alone and doing what you want to do and there are so many perks to that but the uh, the other side of that is that you are constantly on edge kind of looking looking out for yourself um and i found myself subconsciously not consciously again if i'm talking about this and this doesn't resonate with you that's okay but also understand that a lot of the stress is in the subconscious mind 
where in the energetic body we actually aren't consciously aware of it but it is putting stressors on the, on the heart putting stressors in the body in a lot of different ways and that's you know why I think I felt on edge all the time because I knew that if I didn't get it done or if I didn't do something that it first of all it wasn't going to get done and if I did something wrong you know um it was all on me and I also didn't want at that moment in my life I didn't want help from other people because I kind of wanted to prove to myself that I could do that alone um but then I came to that place where I was like you know what no like I'm ready to receive more help I'm ready to have more love in my life and more people in my life and expand that way and so that yeah that really has softened me the last two years um and I, it's also rooted me. I feel very, very grounded. My root chakra is very balanced, um, which I didn't have before because I was really unsure of, you know, where I was going to live next. I was really unsure of uh, where I was going. And when you're unsure about where you're going, your root chakra is, you know, understandably, you know, without judgment, out of alignment. And that's where I was. As exciting as it was to travel and and do all the things that I wanted to do, like host retreats and expand my business and do all the things that I could only dream of doing, you know, before that, it also uprooted me. And so if you're in that space, just know that it's really natural to be in that space if you are looking to expand your living situation or like do challenge yourself and and travel or move somewhere different or try a new job or you know be an entrepreneur or even just trying something new anything can really subconsciously uproot you because you don't feel comfortable and you it you don't feel grounded or supported sometimes. So that's where I was. <laughs> and now that I've been able to soften a lot more, I've been able to come into this place of not attaching myself to other people's triggers or to other people's reactions or giving fearful situations power, right? I don't have a need to do that because I'm not as reactionary. And so, you know, we go in and out of those places. And of course, like your chakras are constantly changing. The energy in the body is going to constantly shift throughout your entire lifetime. But that's why, you know, noticing those phases in your life and celebrating them and really just owning it um, is such a great way to celebrate where you are along your journey right now. And knowing that where you are, whether you're uprooted or rooted or grounded or fully in your heart space, um, it's all beautiful and it's all part of the journey because without knowing for me what uprooting felt like, I wouldn't know what grounding felt like. Without not having support, I wouldn't know how to appreciate support. So in Costa Rica, I really felt this full circle healing moment when I was there. And, um, I, although I got some major, major messages there, um, about moving forward, some of those messages 
uh, changed. <laughs> they changed quite quickly, actually, when I came back to Toronto. And uh, but the messages were very clear from from Mother Earth. Uh, I really felt that grandmother energy there, and it you know when you get that that those messages from grandmother energy, it's not fluffy and sweet. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you that now. Don't expect, you know, some of the best messages that, the, the most helpful messages that I've received from um, the etheric realms have been really literal and really realistic. Kind of like, yeah, like a grandmother being like, you know what, you need to just smarten up <laughs> and you need to, it, the message for me was go back home to Canada and keep working on what you've built because it something's about to happen for you but you have to keep moving forward and keep building upon what you've built stop running away stop moving to other places and starting over again now is not the time for that you have actually built something that is so um opportunistic for you that's going to carry you into like long term, right? So I really got this feeling of, okay, I need to go back to Canada. I cannot keep like going into these places in my mind of like, well, maybe I could move to Costa Rica or maybe I could move here and start again or da 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 da. And like, although that's a beautiful place to be in for a while, that at some point in your life, I truly believe, needs to come to an end because the whole point of life is balance the whole purpose of learning spiritually through your human existence is understanding that the answer to everything is balance and so we can be in that energy for a while we can totally be in that traveling dreamy learning state right and and being in different cultures but ultimately until you settle down somewhere you're never going to be a part of that culture you're never going to be a part of that community you're going to keep shifting in and out and never fully feeling like you're at home and i also believe that all of us are are at our best when we have that sense of home and belonging because that is a primal sense that is one of the um, most powerful in, in psychology. The most powerful thing that, that drives human beings is the need to fit in and the need to be a part of a tribe. And people <laughs> kill for that. <laughs> you know, people do crazy things um, to be a part of that. And that that can go into many, many, you know, different examples of people trying to find their tribe, but also not wanting to break away from a tribe that they've been in, even if it's toxic, because it makes them feel like they belong. And so the whole balance to that is, yeah, go out and explore and, and, and see yourself in different situations, because first of all, that's going to allow you to get to know yourself more, um, and strengthen the bond with yourself and your higher self but also it will allow you to pick up things from your experiences and say, oh, I really, really liked that. I really like that tradition or I really loved this part of my life and I want to bring that into my life. And then it's like we take all these gems once again from these explorations and seeing ourselves in new situations and in a new light and we morph into our higher self. 
And we are totally and completely guided along that journey if we choose to accept it. Because the universe wants us to step into our higher power, into our higher self. It wants us to meet our higher self. And so if you're choosing that path right now, yes, that is such a beautiful experience to say yes to that. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's scary. And it can take a lot of subconscious energy. As exciting as it is, it can be so emotionally draining. Um, It can be really scary at times. Um, And again, like I said, you feel really uprooted. So there's part of you that feels really unsure about things. But yeah, embrace the the journey and, and embrace the messages because that journey, it's almost like it's, it's the learning curve of life and you are emotionally, like your emotional intelligence is going to uh, excel. It's, it's going to mature so quickly through those experiences. And so I'm grateful, you know, I'm grateful for all those experiences that I've had moving, quitting my corporate job, moving to Toronto, teaching yoga full time and just saying, fuck it. Um, and just saying, listening to my gut, my gut, my intuition, what, what makes me passionate, what gets me excited, what makes me want to get up in the morning and do what I do. And, you know, that helped me to have that inner fire to drive and open my retreats and travel to Aruba and Costa Rica to do those retreats in Texas and all those places and teach people Reiki. And now I'm sitting here and I, I have, you know, looking back, I have all of these beautiful gems that I have brought from my experiences and my, my risk-taking days, if you want to say that. And I have so many things that I love to do. And I would do them and share my offerings even if I couldn't make money doing them. Even if I was never recognized for it, I never got any money for it. You know, if I had all the money in the world, I would still do these things because I know who I am and I know what makes me happy and fulfilled as a person. Now, it's been really difficult to do some of those things in this situation that we are currently in with this, you know, um, pandemic, but um, that has also kind of pushed me in different ways as well to, to be more creative in other ways. So, um, it's, it's ongoing. It, it never ends, but I really did find myself at a full circle healing moment in Costa Rica. And, um, it's hard to explain what that feels like, but you, you just know, and it's also a remembrance. And it took me 10 years to get there. 10 years. I went through so much shadow work, so much healing, um, I was consciously involved in my spiritual practices and very devoted, so devoted to my spiritual practice. You know, no drinking alcohol, no caffeine, only drink, only eating vegetarian, clean food, um, meditating, you know, morning and night and only teaching yoga and being yoga, you know, all these things being very devoted and very strict with myself, um, 
but because it made me happy. I wasn't doing it because I was like, oh, I need to be a perfect person or I need to do A, B, and C in order to be a better person. I did it because it made me happy. And ultimately, that's going to look different for everybody, you know? Um, but the, 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 the devotion for 10 years, you know, I look back and think like, wow, did I actually, you know, I no alcohol for five years, for five years. Uh, I still don't drink caffeine. Um, vegetarian for all those years too. I, I eat meat on and off now only for special uh, events. But I am way less strict with myself now. And that is what that full circle healing moment gave me. Balance. It gave me balance. And that is the answer to everything. And sometimes we need to swing the pendulum into this extremity, right? This extreme part of my life. And I feel like the two, the two, you know, I had 15 years of my life you know, from being a baby to 15 where I was very innocent and didn't do anything, you know. I was very innocent in my teen years. Um, didn't even really date, but had a lot of guy friends. I didn't date at all, actually. I, I had some guy, I had really good guy friends, but I think that that, you know, made, they were had more respect for me because I didn't date around or do anything. Um, but I was very innocent and very strict with myself, um, because I grew up in a hostile environment with my family. So I had to grow up really fast. Now that kind of backfired on me when I was 18, because then I went backwards, uh, but I had to do not backwards. You know, I, I started to experiment a lot more and that pendulum swang into an array of things. You know, I didn't do a lot of drugs, but I did do, I was drinking a lot, partying a lot. Um, got into a really long-term relationship that really challenged me, but allowed me to also be really free um, and kid-like. And yeah, and then I, you know, after that, it probably till I was about, yeah, 25, I was drinking a lot and just not being mindful at all. So I was in that realm, you know, I did, I had no consciousness, no conscious effort in my life at all. I just thought, you know, life should be easy. Life should just pan out life, you know, um, I should be able to do whatever I want without thinking about others consciously and, and contributing or da, da 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 I should just be able to do what I want. And that's really the immaturity factor of like where I was at in my life. I didn't mature quickly in my 20s. I would say my 20s were definitely the hardest part of my life. And yes, we're jumping all over in this podcast because I have tons to to update you on, but I'm trying to trying to keep it on track here. But yeah, in my 20s, I definitely experimented a lot. I w- went in and out of the extremities of, of university and partying and doing all that stuff. But what I found at that time in my life is that I got all of that out of my system. And I think that that was really important for me because I was an extreme person. Um, I had so much inner fire. I wanted to travel. I wanted to, you know, really experience everything and I wanted to experience it all at once (laughs) I wasn't really into you know hard drugs or anything like that though thank god but um then 
I got my corporate job and that really, you know, I graduated university, got into my corporate job and I was able to really settle down there. After 26, I stopped drinking alcohol at, at 26 when I turned 26 and I was able to, yeah, just stop drinking alcohol, focus on my corporate job, stop, stop the partying and that's when I shifted the pendulum the extreme other way. <laughs> really, you know, I was able to just do my corporate job for a few years. And then I got into, um, my teacher training once again, yoga teacher training once again. Now I had been in yoga this entire time. I, I've always done yoga, but, um, I wasn't, I don't feel like I was ready to truly devote myself to yoga at the time, but I had always been inspired by yoga and the philosophy of yoga. And I had always um, worked at yoga studios, even through university. But in my 30s, I was really, really re-inspired. And I eventually was able to move out on my own. And when I moved out on my own, I was able to be on my own. I started to realize, okay, now I can actually start to uh, uh, control the energy that's around me and start to choose, choose how my day is going to go. And so that, again, what I'm trying to get at is the pendulum had to swing both ways. Extremely, for me anyways, in order to know what what the balance was for me. And that was 10 years later. Um, 10 years later, you know, I did, I did a lot of work from when I was 24 years old to, yeah, I would say I... I would say I did a lot of deep shadow work, probably from 26 to 33. So let's say, yeah, about nine years, eight, nine years of like some deep shadow work for sure. Um, and I didn't drink from 26 to about 32 32 years old. I had a year in between there where I did drink alcohol. So yeah, I was very devoted. And so the reason why I'm explaining this is is just to give you some context around what it really takes to get to that full circle healing moment and why it's so potent and so powerful. Um, And why it hit me so much. When I was in Costa Rica, I felt like a chapter of my life was ending. And when it happened... Um, yeah, it sounds cliche. Like when you say like, oh, a chat, I'm going into a new chapter of my life. Like, no, that was real. The energy was shifting for me. I was so emotional. I felt it. I knew something huge was on the horizon for me. A big life shift was happening. Of course, didn't know what it was, but I just felt it deeply in my gut. Like something's coming and I felt like this deep, deep healing within me. And the only way I can explain how that felt was it was a remembrance. It was a remembrance of who I truly am and that it's okay to soften and balance. It's okay. You don't need to be in the extreme devoted space in order to be loved by God. You know, it's a balance. You can have a beer here and there, but bring your tools with you. Be mindful about it. 
be conscious at every step of the road, but you can still do things that make you happy and relax into life a little bit more. And that's what allowed me to find the life that I'm in now because the life that I'm in now, I'm very balanced and I'm way more laid back. I'm not as strict with myself, right? I'm not as what I was saying, like devoted, you know, I'm not like doing the shadow work every day because you know what? I don't need it right now. I'm in a part of, uh, I'm now at a place in my life where I know I don't need to do that, that type of work right now. I'm in a space of celebration and just taking all the tools, all the lessons that I've taken along the way and you applying them, applying them to this more balanced lifestyle. It's like, okay, have meat here or there, but be conscious of, you know, how much or where you're getting it and why you're eating it. Um, have a beer here and there, but have a beer that you really enjoy, you know? Um, and yeah, socialize with people that maybe aren't on a spiritual journey, but have, you know, and understanding that we can all communicate, we can all be in the same space and enjoy each other's energy. And we don't all have to be like-minded. We don't all have to be on the same journey. And I've really softened into that space and it's really beautiful. And I am so much more joyful because of it. Even though like when I, I, I have to say some of my happiest, most joyful moments are when I was going through my shadow work and through my, my joy, my, my devoted time like that time was not like oh so hard all is so difficult all the time you know I had moments where I was so blissful and so happy because I was doing the work of course I felt good a lot of the time but I feel more relaxed now and I feel softened and that could be you know I I received this message message when I went back to Toronto after Costa Rica and uh, that led me to where I am now. And we are going to get into that story <laughs> next time. Um, so if you're still with me here on the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. I want to keep these episodes a little bit. Check. Yeah, so... Um... I'm trying to keep these episodes a little bit shorter just so you have a little bit of a pick-me-up on a Monday. You can get a card reading, a prayer poem, um, and some insight into what's happening astrologically, energetically around you and within you and how we can connect, you know, how I'm feeling, how you're feeling. I'm going to ask you to, you know, um, answer if you would like to connect you know I'll offer up some questions you could answer you could shoot some questions to me as well um, I love questions I love answering anything about you know energy healing um, yoga meditation ast- astrology um, lots of different things um, and I have some events coming up here online as well that I'd like to just let you know about um, we have our goddess uh, flow series coming up this year. I do that every year at this time in April. Um, this year we're starting April 19th. This is online and you're going to learn about seven different feminine archetypes. And so these are goddesses that we can start to welcome into our world, um, through yoga. And we're going to learn about them. We're going to integrate them and we're going to allow them to guide us throughout the week. Um, so I have a private Facebook uh, group that we're all going to be in and we're going to connect through that. Um, it's going to be either live or you can do the pre-recorded video as well. Um, 
So we're going to be doing that. And we also have our Healing Light series happening again. This is starting on May 1st for five days. And this is the last one until fall. Um, I do five days. Um, this is the third series this year already. You guys are loving it. I'm so happy that you're with me online this year. Uh, five days of kundalini breath work to awaken our senses and just like i was saying about astrologically in aries the the fire um we're going to be working with that inner fire and we're going to start to awaken that pranic energy within us sometimes you know what it needs a little bit of a boost <laughs> and kundalini breath work is one of the best ways to feel that light body energy in, within you um, I love you all. I'm going to be here every Monday. So check back next week for your next reading. I love you all. Thank you so much. Bye.